Welcome to the Contractor Success Map Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Hart, and I'm an expert on how you can get the most out of your contracting company. The reason I designed this show is to help you turn your contracting company from a people-dependent money pit into a process-dependent cash cow to have the freedom you dreamed of when you start your business. Every Friday, we're releasing podcasts with information to help you get the most out of your contracting company. Be sure to join us at www.contractorsuccessmap.com and subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers. And the best part, it's all free, just for you. This podcast is episode number 138, and it will be about seven unique shocks every contractor experiences. In full disclosure, the Foundation's article came in part from an article by Michael E. Porter, J.W. Lorsch, and Nitin Noria. And if I pronounce those wrong, those names incorrectly, I apologize. Um, no disrespect intended. The article was published in the Harvard Business Review. Now, I'm a huge fan of Michael Lee Porter because of his grasp and understanding of how business works and his ability to convert complex business strategies into language that anyone can easily understand. During the time when we owned and operated construction contracting companies, Michael E. Porter's Five Forces model opened my eyes and provided a great deal of insight regarding how and why things changed in the construction market. But this particular podcast is going to focus on what I refer to as the seven unique shocks every contractor experiences. Shock number one. This is an interesting one. You can't run your construction contracting company. What a surprise that is, huh? Between the external demands of customers, clients, bankers, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, if that applies to you, if you pay sales tax, vendors, suppliers, and everybody, everything else outside your construction company, you don't have time to run your own construction company. When you first started your, your contracting company, all you needed to worry about was finding that first customer, making a proposal, do the work, and get paid. It almost followed the model of be, do, have. Be the person, do the work, had results. Pretty close. Everything seemed so simple. The sun was shining, the birds were singing, you had work to do, and money was coming in. Life was good. After a very short while, you got a few more customers. Now you had less time to get everything done. And when those pesky warranty issues, or callbacks, whatever you want to call them, refer to them as, came for those first few jobs, and they came rolling in, that meant doing work for free. Instead of focusing all of your time and energy on new work that was going to pay new money. And a brand new construction business needs lots of money because you're in a growth phase and you just burn through cash like there's no tomorrow. So, what happened? I'll tell you what happened. When you hired construction workers and the bookkeeper, things got real interesting. This is all part of shock number one. You will not be briefed on everything going on in your company because the first few times your staff tried to tell you something 
you are already overloaded with information and decisions. And the last thing you needed to hear was the restroom is on a toilet paper. Good gravy. So what'd you do? You did the same thing I did. Same thing everybody did. You growled at them. And from that point forward, they decided not to tell you anything unless they absolutely had to. Because you're so mean. <laughs> Give me a break. Your project manager and bookkeeper do know everything that's going on, but they will not tell you until just before or just after disaster strikes. It's going to drive you crazy. And that's why it's so vitally important to choose the right project manager, bookkeeper, and when the time is right, hire a contractor's bookkeeping service as part of your executive team. Shock number two. Passing out orders because you think you are the boss is very costly. Okay, I get it. You're the boss. You're the owner of the construction firm. It's your name and the sign. You write, you sign the checks. That's great. You can be one of two things. You can be, number one, a superstar with helpers and struggle financially and emotionally with your contracting company through your entire life. Or you can take the path of leader with a vision. Building a contracting company everyone will want to be a part of and do it like you're going after a Moby Dick in a rowboat with tartar sauce. And if that didn't make a lot of sense to you, um, pick up the book or just Google Moby Dick and it'll make a lot more sense. You see, we have all, myself included, oh for goodness sakes, um, I served a five-year apprenticeship in plumbing. Let me tell you, that was that was interesting. We have all worked for contractors who are superstars with helpers. They are the ones who criticize everything you do and make sure everything that works for them feels like an idiot. I had one particular uh, plumbing contractor I worked for who will go nameless that and I was in my my fourth year apprentice and I had a pretty good grip, grip on what I was doing but everything I did the guy would come behind and say now you know what that's not the way I would have done it I would have done it blah 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 and I just sat there and let him talk and I thought to myself what does it matter it passed inspection the people the customers love it it's clean but no I didn't do it exactly as you would have done it well just put up with it while you have to and know that everybody is your teacher everybody can teach you something you can learn a lot from those who know and you can also learn a lot from the bad examples so a leader's vision gets the right people on board or as it the fellow in uh, the author Good to Great says, get the right people on the bus. Delegates the tasks, offers guidance, and support in the form of the triple constraint, scope, time, and resources. So they provide the support. You have a very clear scope of work, you have the time to do it, and the resources to do it with. And then you hold those people accountable for the outcome. If you're clear on what type of construction work your company does and the clients you want, 
then everybody will pull together in the same direction and the results are phenomenal. That's code for you make a lot of money. And uh, yeah, I understand. Money is not everything. On the other hand, when you're raising a family and you have a wife, it's amazing how much emphasis and importance they put on having money to pay the rent, pay the mortgage payment, eat regular, and live indoors. So, my feeling is, get plenty of money. Make sure you can take care of things. Shock number three. You will not know what is going on unless you do some detective work. Be a detective, like the ones you see on TV. Okay, no matter what you think as the owner, you are viewed by your employees as the enemy. Management. Greedy business person. And a lot more choice words I will not mention. And therefore, to varying degrees, they will withhold information from you in an attempt to get even or exert control. And on a side note, if you want to know why that happens so often, just watch TV. Pretty much any show you watch on television, if it's a murder mystery or there's some kind of a problem or it's a detective show, that sort of thing, more often than not, not always, but more often than not, the bad person, the perpetrator, is a business person, businessman, businesswoman. Now, the other part of the root cause of the reason they see you as the enemy is from birth to emancipation. Every one of us were told, no, no, hundreds, thousands of times from the time we were, in, we were first born to the time we became emancipated and got on our own. We were told no by our parents and guardians, and as a result, we developed a paradigm in varying degrees that if people with authority don't give us everything we want, they are mean and therefore the enemy and worse. Funny how that works. But I've got news for us. This is as it should be. Because human nature is what it is. And if you understand it and can work with it, it will make you very wealthy. Now, one popular phrase our outsourced contractor booking service clients like is something I have um, authored a long time ago. I call them a randalism, and there's a bunch of my website. And this particular randalism is we live in a world of what is, not what should be. Please grasp that one. There's a lot of depth there. If you understand we live in a world of what is, not what should be, it will give you a ton of peace of mind. So here's what I recommend you do. And I've done this. This is not academic. I have done this. Ask open-ended, gentle, non-threatening questions of your staff and employees and your construction workers. And expect they will be as open and honest as their Listen carefully, their past psychological conditioning and current paradigm will allow them. Sometimes they're going to lie to you for any number of reasons. 
and you're going to know it. Keep a, keep a stone face. Don't call them out on it. Don't get into a, 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 um, a discussion. You're going to win in the short run. You're going to lose in the long run. So no matter what they say, do not condemn them or react badly. Either respond positively or maintain a neutral expression. Because I'm not kidding you, to do otherwise will kill any chance of them ever sharing anything with you again. Then do whatever you deem appropriate after having taken some time to cool off. Next, ask your vendors, suppliers, banker, tax preparer, and most importantly, construction accounting service provider. What do they see and know about your construction company? And ask about the local, national, international trends that may affect the performance of your company in the coming months. Shock number four. You are always on stage giving a performance and being judged. If that doesn't tweak your noodle, I mean, by that, your, your brain cells, um, nothing will. Just know, everything you say and do, as well as what you don't say and didn't do, is being watched, interpreted, filtered, judged, and spread like wildfire. And if you're most unfortunate, it'll get spread across the Internet. The way you dress, eat, wear your wristwatch, smartphone, any rings you have, chains, bracelets, hairstyle, and thousands more things about you are constantly being observed and mentally cataloged, interpreted, filtered, judged, and spread like wildfire. Take a lesson from the great leaders of history who remain calm under fire and never let them and never let people see them sweat. So, that's a fact of life. You're on stage, you're in performance, and you're always going to be judged. Just never let them see you sweat. Shock number four as well. This might be one of its own by itself. There's a lot of information here in this little sentence. Please pay attention. As a contractor, you take over where your employees' parents left off. That's another little randalism. Yeah, let that one soak in a few minutes. That's an absolute fact. As a contractor, you literally take over where their parents left off. Think about it. It'll make a lot of sense. Shock number five. Don't, I call it, over-socialize with your employees. According to the ASOP, who is a, a writer of various tales, he said, or she said, whoever Aesop was, and I quote, familiarity breeds contempt, unquote. Then there's a lot of discussion about that on the internet, and I, people, different people have different views of it. I'm going to say that my experience is familiarity does breed contempt because your employees look up to you, and if they get to know you too well, they will begin to see your faults, and those things about you that will diminish your authority and their eyes. Just think about the final scenes in the film classic 
The Wizard of Oz. When the off-camera vo booming voice says, Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. There are those examples of someone making a deep noises in the chest, sounding like important messages from the brain. Well, the fact is, um, you are judged. So don't over-socialize. And bless your hearts, if you enjoy an adult beverage now and then, and by that I mean a beer, um, hard liquor, whatever the case is, please take my advice. Do not go drinking with your employees. You will find that will turn out so badly. It's We call it in, in, in psychology, it's referred to sometimes as the gambler who can only break even at best. At worst, they can lose everything. So, shock number six. You're only human. You need to take care of yourself. Get plenty of rest. Drink lots of healthy fluids. Exercise regularly. And don't let anything keep you awake at night. Read good books and get as much what I call bread for the head as possible. There'll be times when you do not feel like going to work, times when you are depressed, grouchy, irritable, and much worse. During those times, take not, take the manufacturer of shoes, uh, Nike. Nike is a shoe manufacturer, and for a long time they had a slogan, which I, I just loved it. And their slogan was, just do it. I know that sounds harsh. And you know what? Like you, I have shown up to work. I have colds and flus, and I feel terrible. And maybe I've had some severe personal issues that have taken place, and that that happens to everybody. But uh, I don't tell anybody at my office what's going on. If I have a severe personal issue or I'm not feeling well, I take some over-the-counter medicine and just slog through it. Am I tough? A little bit, yeah. But I know what it takes. Leaders have to do the, the job and be there no matter what. Shock number seven. You need the truth about owning and operating a construction company. And it's not nice. To get to the truth about your construction company, you must go on a journey which is four levels deep. And like most successful strategies in life, it is simple, but not easy. I want to talk to you about the four levels of truth in construction. Number one, what contractors want to hear. Number two, what contractors want to believe. Number three, everything else. Number four, truth. I'd like to tell you a little story to illustrate the four levels of truth in construction. And this actually did happen. Um, I've eliminated any names or any way you'd know who it was uh, to protect the people involved. So the story goes like this. What contractors want to hear? Number one, one evening after work, a group of contractors met at the Contractors Business Roundtable. And that's the neighborhood tavern with the little round table, a pitcher of beer, and four contractors with four glasses. They're called beer goggles. They talked about how tough it is to find and get good profitable jobs, no matter what the economy is like. 
up or down. Because you see, when times are good, it's hard to find employees. When times are tough, the phone doesn't ring. Everyone agreed there was nothing anyone could do about it. Then there's number two, what contractors want to believe. A short while later, they talked about making money and agreed that the really big contractors make most of the money and the little contractors were doomed to struggle. Number three, everything else. One of the contractors suggested maybe, just maybe they could ask one of the larger, more profitable contractors and find out what they did that made the difference. This, of course, made the other contractors a bit uncomfortable. Then it happened. And they all heard and felt the dreaded snap, crackle, pop. The contractor who suggested asking for help experienced a paradigm shift and broke through to the other side. This contractor began leveling up. Suddenly, they all remembered what the contractor's accountant, Randall DeHart, had to say about leveling up. I quote, As you develop your business strategy, your income is likely to increase. The impact on your friends will not be pleasant, as you will be proving that good people can win in the construction game by playing it with high moral and ethical standards and a willingness to try something different. And finally, the fourth level deep, truth. Truth is whatever you believe, and you will look for evidence to support your truth. So, moving right along. Part of my truth comes from the writings of an author by the name of Og Mandino. Guy, in my opinion, he was, he was phenomenal. And Og Mandino wrote a book. He wrote several books, but in one of his books, I believe was the greatest salesman in the world. I'm not positive of that. But in one of his books, he wrote A Salesman's Prayer by Og Mandino. And I want to read it out to you. Actually, it's memor I memorized it. It's one of the things I repeat every morning as part of my daily routine. O Creator of all things, help me for this day. I go into the world naked and alone. And without your hand to guide me, I will wander far from the path which leads to success and happiness. I ask not for gold, garments or gold, or even opportunities equal to my ability. Instead, guide me that I may acquire ability equal to my opportunities. You have taught the lion and eagle to hunt and prosper with teeth and claw. Teach me how to hunt with words and prosper with love, so that I may become a lion among men and an eagle in the marketplace. Help me to remain humble through obstacles and failures, yet hide not from mine eyes the prize that will come with victory. Assign me tasks which others have failed, yet guide me to pluck the seeds of success and failures. Confront me with fears that will turn from my spirit, yet endow me with courage to laugh at my misgivings. Spare me sufficient days to reach my goals, yet help me to live this day as it will be my last. Guide me in my words, they may bear fruit. It silence me from gossip, that none be maligned. Discipline me in the habit of trying and trying again, yet show me the way to make use of the law of averages. Favor me with alertness to recognize opportunity 
yet endow me with patience, which will concentrate my strength. Bathe me in good habits, that the balance may drown, yet grant me compassion for weakness and others. Suffer me to know that all things shall pass, yet help me to count my blessings of today. Expose me to hate, so not be a stranger, yet fill my cup with love to turn the strangers into friends. But all these things be if but all these things be only if thy will. I am a small and lonely grape clutching a vine, yet thou hast made me different from all others. Verily, there must be a special place for me. Guide me, help me, show me the way to become all you planned for me when my seed was planted and selected by you to sprout in the vineyard of the world. Help the small salesman. Guide me, God. The End If you suspect that I care deeply about all contractors and their families, you're absolutely right. And I hope this podcast helps you understand that outsourcing your contractors' bookkeeping services to us is about more than just doing the bookkeeping. Anybody can do that. It's about taking a holistic approach to your entire construction company and helping support you as a contractor and as a person. We understand the good, bad, and the ugly about owning and operating construction companies because we've had several of them and we sincerely care about you and your construction company. That's all I have for now. And if you listen this far, please do me the honor of commenting and rating the podcast on whatever medium you're listening to it on. You deserve to be wealthy because you're in value to other people's lives. This is one more example of how Fast Easy Accounting is helping construction company owners all across the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii, put more money in the bank to operate and grow your construction company. Construction accounting is not rocket science. It's a lot harder than that and a lot more valuable to people like you. So stop missing out. If you'd like to learn what makes construction accounting different from regular accounting, please visit www dot fast easy accounting dot com forward slash c a and please feel free to call Sherry at two zero six three six one three nine five zero or send her an email s h a r i e at fast easy accounting dot com and schedule your no charge winner consultation. Once again, that phone number is 206-361-3950. If you're thinking about outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services, you're invited to download a guide to find the right contractor bookkeeping service to fit your particular situation at www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash HS. This guide will help you learn what to look for in outsourced construction accounting. Well, thank you very much, and I hope you understand we really do care about you and all contractors, regardless of whether or not you ever hire our services. Bye for now. Until our next episode here on the Contractor Success Map Podcast, where we remove contractors' unique paperwork frustrations. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on how to turn your contracting company into a process-dependent cash cow. 
Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Contractor Success Map. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star rating and review here on iTunes. And make sure to head over to www.contractorsuccessmap.com to subscribe to receive the latest articles and special offers. If you'd like to discuss your business strategy, simply click on the button labeled Strategy Session. And the best part, it's all free, just for you.